0: Hello and welcome to We're Watching What? I'm your host Dana, or the DHK as I'm known, and this week we watched three different things. We watched the third episode of Loki on Disney+, Plus. so spoiler alert for that. We also went and watched The Fast and the Furious, which is the 2001 movie that kicked everything off in that franchise. And then we watched the latest entry into that series, which is F9. Here we are 20 years later, still making these movies. Major spoiler alert for that. Major spoiler alert for the entire Fast and Furious franchise. We talk about various plot points and characters and things throughout the entire course of the 20 year history. I can't believe I'm saying that, but the 20 year history of those movies. And then be sure to stay tuned after the main discussion as there are a couple of follow-up points And without further ado, here's... We're watching what? Loki, we're halfway through. How do we feel about this week's episode? I mean, it was so cheesy the way it ended, but I will say that, like,
1: I I do enjoy them getting to know each other. Yeah. I guess that's it. And the banter there. But I I mean, you know, with the ending, them not making it off and not having any way to charge their
2: pad or whatever, because the pad's
1: broken now,
0: right? Yeah, they, they, like, sat on it. The
1: chron- chrono pad? is. Oh, I don't
2: yeah, it got, it got broken.
1: Yeah. So it was, it was sort of a throwaway episode in a lot of ways. Yeah. Matt, your thoughts? Yeah, I it? mean, it was,
2: you know, I mean, I haven't been loving the show. It was definitely my least favorite episode of all of them. Like, I, so far, you know, like, I was just kind of, like, Okay. But like, I don't know. I, I want, I get the whole, like, let's, you know, let's learn more and like where, you know, we confirmed her name is Sylvie. Right. Yeah, so
0: kudos to you. You called it also. They said Enchantress like four or five times. They did,
2: Yeah. <laughs> but either, either like it's, she's a mix of an Enchantress and a Loki. They're kind of doing that or she, I don't know what they're doing. If they're combining characters or what they're doing, but it's just kind of weird for if, if she was supposed to be like, Oh, this is an Enchan- the Enchantress, you know, that character is only really, deciding to name herself after the real Enchantress and without the real Enchantress being a thing we know about anyway so far, it would be kind of weird for, for her to be that here. So I feel like even though she doesn't want to be called Lady Loki, it's interesting they are using Sylvie as her, as her alter ego, which is just interesting. But either way, that was that was a fun little thing. But I don't know. I just, I don't know if it's that I'm not really buying the chemistry so much or what it is. But, you know, I think as I keep going along in it, I think it, it just becomes more apparent to me that I, I feel that he's just calling it in like he like the acting all all around it Mm -hmm. just kind of feels very like like he he thought he was done with it too (laughs) you know what i mean and then and then here he is and it's like okay great why not but it's not that he's bad but he i thought he was so good especially in the first thor like he made the whole movie it was just like holy crap like the acting i thought was like incredible and stuff and it was like better than I expected kind of stuff. And this is like, again, the script's not anything crazy like where it involves these like, oh, you better have this really big moment like where you find out you're a frost giant, right? Yeah. But it, it just kind of feels like a phoning in, phoning it in kind of thing. And so while watching these these scenes with them and having their rapport and kind of getting to know each other and I was kind of getting little like romantic vibes at times. I- like, <laughs> and I'm like, this is you though? And I don't know. And I guess that's a narcissistic thing. So like, I guess it could be a, that could be a, a thing. But I just was like, I just don't know how I feel about any of this, and I really didn't like the dagger love metaphor metaphor thing. I thought I was like, this needs to stop. Like, I, I don't know, I was just not here for
0: it. One of my notes is definitely: Is Loki gonna fuck Loki? Is this because you know, it, it, canonically or historically, oh my god, Loki? I definitely did not pick up on that. <laughs> you know? Oh, I I definitely got vibes off of them, and I was like, well, you know, the both the Norse god and the character Loki are. I would say omnisexual almost. <laughs> and so I wouldn't put it past Loki to fuck themselves.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: I do really like that they
1: made sure that uh, he's canonically bisexual or at least, you know, or pansexual yeah. either
2: or way. Or not straight, right? Yeah. Not, not yeah. straight.
1: Because I know that it is difficult to get a line like that into a film or TV show. So I think that the director talked about it and she talked about how, like, she's a bi woman. And so it was really important to hmm. her that it was actually oh
2: which verbalized yeah yeah it was nice to see that they were able to slip that in there and you know and anyone outside of the comic world who knows anything about any sort of norse mythology knows loki is like his sexuality is if you're if you can move all, you know maybe even if you can't like 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 animals like Like, you know with
1: like wolves and stuff so it's like it's not like
2: well we met his technical son in ragnarok (laughs) that wolf is like loki's son like it's like it's really disgusting and so it's it's you know obviously they won't go there but it was nice to kind of confirm it here in this universe that, i mean like, is it disgusting
0: it? though like because you know i mean half the time it's like he takes the form of the thing and then they have sex and he sires a child so it's like mm-hmm. i mean to
2: me it's There's, like it's a gray so, area it's like still his like men it's still him mentally so he's like let me turn into a wolf so i can have sex with a wolf it's oh. like that's a human wanting to have sex with a wolf. Not but even, he's not a human. It. I forgot.
0: Yeah.
2: You know, he's humanoid. I'm like, it grosses me out, but whatever. It's a thing. It's I'm, it's fine. It's just like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's much. It's certainly
0: much for yeah. a Disney Plus show. And I don't
2: think we'll ever go there with the character, but it was nice to get that line and kind of say, okay, cool. We're going to throw that in there. Confirm this. This is a plot point. And they talked about it. And I liked that she was too. Mm-hmm. And, or at least, you know, he said, I imagine you are as well. And I think she confirmed it. I don't remember. Yeah. but that kind of, you know, that was a nice little moment. I did. I did appreciate that.
0: We're going to take a quick break and be right back. And we're back. Yeah, I guess I wasn't shocked by it just because I was like, you can't not, you right. know, like you, you and I can't imagine a world in which they didn't. But I'm I'm very glad and people's reactions to it are very promising and wonderful. And I'm, I'm very happy that it happened. But for me, witnessing it, I was like, yeah, of course. Well, yeah, it, but, we but it's knew. one of those
1: things where it's like they could have just let... Yep, they could have just not acknowledged it. You're they right. could have just let it be, you know, subtext instead of actually saying it out loud, which I really, I mean, I think it's important it said out loud, so
2: that was great. Well, we've had how many films with a minute and they haven't acknowledged it, so it's like right. they could have continued to just not, yeah. you know, so that was nice. I, and so I, I liked the moment, but the whole scene as, as a, a thing...
1: Well, and I think we're supposed to somehow... And this is this is this is again one of those things where the reason why the episode's so weak is basically like the only plot points we really got were, you know, that moving the greater narrative forward anyway as far as we know, right? Is, mm-hmm. you know, Loki being by, I guess, and then figuring out that the TVA is staffed with variants, right? Which credit to you for, you know, hypothesizing that last week. Yeah, and so which was, I was, I was like, okay, that's cool. But it wasn't interesting enough of a, to me anyway, of a like reveal. Because mm-hmm. you didn't really learn anything in that moment, particularly. It didn't reveal anything about any of the, the TVA agents that we sort of
0: knew. I No, I agree. I think they, they were maybe trying to seed this like, inescapable timeline stuff because they don't make it on the arc and all this. I don't, but it's just, it felt like such a distraction. And I also felt like the world, you you can tell they've spent money on this world, but it feels really cheap for some reason. It's like, I, I, I think there's like a lack of extras in a lot of scenes and just, it feels like a lot of sets as opposed to any sort of physical whatever. And, and it's, I do understand just about
1: that the not- planet was kind of like dying or whatever. But it really felt like you were walking through two different sets. Like the worlds didn't, you know, the field world and then the like little city shanty town place didn't feel like they were yeah. in the same place.
0: Or like the confrontation with the lady who was just like waiting to murder people. I don't know, the old lady. You know, I was like, what is that? Wh- yeah. What's so, I mean, here? in general,
1: like it was just a kind of a bummer of an episode in the sense that I'm more curious about like the greater story and what's going on and like, you know, I if we're going to find things out about TVA agents, I want to find out about Mobius, you know, or learn more about one of them so that they can become important later or something. I don't know. Yeah. I just wasn't sure that the reveal like, yeah. I mean, about this will. person we didn't know. And they're clearly yeah. setting something up. It's just kind of irritating to waste a whole episode, too.
2: Oh, totally. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think it's supposed to... I mean, it didn't work for me, really, but I think it was supposed to make us like, oh, okay, now... Now we're going to really learn about who Mobius is because like Mobius doesn't know who Mobius is. So that's, and this is why, you know? Right. And then it's like finding out that Sylvie also worked there, right? That's what she mm-hmm. said or something like that. Like she was and so that was like, oh, okay.
0: I do like
1: finding out about her in the sense that she's self-taught and then she didn't know their mother and
0: things like that. Mm-hmm. So I think like the little tidbits we get about her character, I find interesting. Yeah. That's the other thing. I don't need to know more about the Tom Hiddleston Loki. Like we've, we've trod this ground.
2: I was going to say, to be honest, on to that point, like I think I said last week, but one of the things that kind of has just kind of like, eh, with me with the whole show is we are, they're like doing that where they're trying to have us learn more about him as a, as I was say as a human, as a person, but you know, as a character, as a, as a being. But it just seems to kind of like go completely in a direction to me that is like independent of the fact that like we just witnessed in Thor at this point in his life, a huge thing. That is what kind of seemingly turned him more bad versus just tricky. Yeah. And it's like, now we're trying to get to this deep psyche thing. And I'm kind of like, but like, I don't know. It just, it seems to like, to me, it conflicts. I don't love it.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm going to guess they're going to try and explain away some of that. And, you know, we got a different Loki, but, but I'm just like, I don't, again, like you said, it's well, I, like I've said also, I'm, I don't need this. I didn't need this. And, didn't. Unless you're going to, you know, accelerate the main storyline, which there's still space for them to do. They have three more episodes, but. I just, I eh, mean, eh, eh. also my note to myself is the wig getting worse. I think it is. I truly think the wig is getting worse.
2: I think it could be. I don't know.
0: <laughs> like him in the, the weird, like a uh, patrolman outfit. I was just like, what is happening here? <laughs> what is, what is this? We spent money on this and not on, like, writing. Come on. All right. I guess we don't have a ton to say about Loki, which is surprising for us. But
2: I mean, we'll all finish it clearly, but, yeah, it's just kind of like, yeah. just I mean, I
0: still – I like watching it every
1: week, I guess, but I'm not – this last episode was disappointing, I guess, in the way that, like, it didn't move anything forward.
0: Yeah. I mean, we could see they could be, like, lulling us into a sense of – There's just not not much to, like,
1: dissect in this episode, really. Agreed. But you know what? There is a lot to dissect – there's not a lot to dissect in this night. There is thing. so much. Okay. There is not. I there mean, is so we're, much. We're going to do it, but I'm just saying there's not, there's not
0: a lot to talk about. I, in the last 72 hours, went back and not only watched the original The Fast and the Furious, I then went through and watched all of them, and I just finished right before we started recording. I'm not well. Yeah. Not I well. have I mean that, so questions. many questions. I'm so confused. Yes, but if you can't tell, we watched F9 the latest Fast and the Furious film. You two have a story that I've been dying to hear about that I have held off on asking questions on. But first I want to ask, what is the last Fast and the Furious film you saw?
2: For me, it was Fast Five.
0: Okay. Oh, you mean before we did this experiment? Before watching this. Yeah, before watching
1: Fast Five with Matt. We got drunk and watched it, thinking that
0: it would be funny if we were drunk, and then it was not. And then, did you watch The Fast and the Furious before seeing F9 or did you watch it after? Oh, before. I watched Fast and Furious in the theaters, the original one. No, sorry, recently. Because Okay, so for everyone's context, we agreed to watch The Fast and the Furious, which came out in 2001, or rewatch it prior to watching F9. And then the two of you ended up at the fan premiere of F9. So I didn't know if you had a chance to watch it before that oh, screening no. or I if you.
2: I did. I did. And okay. let me let me tell you the story of how it transpired in the before times here. I'm sure it happens a lot of places. But here in L.A., I'm I'm on certain like email lists, uh, GoFobo, a couple different companies that are like, oh, we have a screening and it's just kind of come watch this movie. And sometimes you know what it is. Sometimes you don't. But it's mm-hmm. first come, first serve. You hope you get in. Right. Yeah. I saw one directly from Universal and it was for F9. And so my my good friend from high school had been visiting for the week. She's a massive, massive fan of this franchise. Okay. Like, she loves them. She watches them all in order. Quite frequently, like more than I would care to even admit on That's her disconcerting. Yeah, and uh so she loves them, right? And you know, to each their own, and everything. So anyway, she had been saying because it was her birthday week, and she makes a big deal of her birthdays and stuff. And she had been saying she's like, I really wish there was like a screening of F9 this week. I wish was like the, the, this week instead of next week, kind of thing. Yeah. And then we, on Tuesday, I got this email that was like, "Oh, reserve your spot for a Thursday screening. It's just a screening at, at uh, City Walk over here, AMC." Uh
0: huh.
2: And so I was like, "Okay, let's 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 just." get this reservation and I was like debating whether or not I should tell her because I was like we we don't know if we'll get in and I don't want to set you up but I also don't want to like surprise you and not not get in either you know so anyway I told her and she was like lost her mind I said I'm also testing Jackie Mox because I have made a vow to watch this with Jackie Mox and
0: (laughs) you're both I thought
2: Jackie would want to go to a screening of this but you know like I made it we were going to watch it together and I was like I don't want to watch this film twice I can just yeah, tell you And, that. you
0: know, maybe you don't and, have to pay for it that way. And, exactly. <laughs> yeah, well, and, yeah. and it was
2: like, and this is us not supporting the box office. We can just watch it. Without exactly. <laughs> no, anyway, exactly. So we're not contributing to the numbers, right? But Jackie did a reservation as well. We go, we show up there, and it turns out it's like Well, okay, so later, I get there
1: first because Matt yeah. has to work later than me. So I get off first, and I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'm just going to head down. And I'm used to promos because we used to work in a movie theater together a really long time. When we were teenagers. And – Back in the day, it's always first come, first serve, but there was always these, like, crew of people who would show up and take up a bunch of the seats because they were just, like, these people who did it. And so I was like, well, I'll show up. I'll be in a wheelchair like I am, and they'll put us in the front of the line, and then hopefully we can get in. Whatever, right? Right. I pull up to the gate, and the guy, like, sees my phone open with the Fast 9 thing. He's like, oh, don't worry. I know what what that's for. And I'm like, oh, no. Okay. That means a lot of people have shown you this thing already, right? Mm -hmm. And so – I get out of the car and the entire like if you guys have been to Universal City Walk, there's this sort of giant open area in front of the movie theater was completely full of people in a pin. You know, they had like blocked off the section so they could, you know, keep the people in that were going to this fan event. And I was like, well, this is bigger than I expected it to be. This is not just your Um, screening. okay? And I was like, okay. And then like on the big screens, they're showing like you know, footage of the Fast and Furious movies. And there's just like a lot of people and they're clearly like wearing, you know, T-shirts that they have been given. So I get in, I'm able to get right in. I get like a wristband, I get a T-shirt, I text them and I'm like, hey, this is a really big thing. I think they actually rented out the entire movie theater for this, right?
2: And Cyan had learned on social media at this point. And so I was like, oh no, as we're like driving up there. because And they're
1: kind of, they're getting their... Only an hour before, which is not a lot for these things, That's right? That's cutting it close. Yeah, and so I'm sitting in the pin by myself, looking like a massive fucking fan. Like I look like someone who wants to go see this movie so badly. She showed up by herself, okay. And so I'm sitting in this pin, being like, "Please get in, please get in." And they're sitting in this line, and they got they got like waitlisted, basically. Yeah, we were like
2: seven behind. We got cut off, and I was like.
1: And so they're like waitlisted in the side, and I'm like, I'm not watching this movie by myself. Like, there's no way that I am stuck watching this movie by myself.
0: I want to pause for a moment. Okay, so at a certain point, the cast had come out on stage. Not yet. Not yet. Okay, so this they had not come out yet. There's like an MC. So this is just.
2: There's an MC on the stage. She's talking and like, you guys excited? Okay, so so you're just outside
1: at this point. There's like a DJ that's playing like Fast and Furious music. I don't I don't okay. know the soundtracks well enough to be able to tell you if there's a soundtrack material or not. But people around me are into it. They're excited. They're waving their t-shirts. Okay. They're whatever. And I'm sitting there trying not to get noticed, hoping that my friends make it over.
0: Okay. Got it.
1: I eventually decide, all right, I don't care if I don't get in. If they don't get in, I'm not watching this movie anyway. I was gonna give my wristband to Cyan, who is the fan who actually likes movies, sure. but she didn't want to watch it by herself either. So I go meet them over there. What
0: type of fan actually is she?
1: (laughs) Wow. Good news. Everyone gets in. Okay. We all get wristbands. We finally get back into the pin together. And then this poor woman who's been sort of teasing us all day with like, there's something exciting happening. There's something exciting happening. Finally comes out to tell us, you know, that some of the cast members are there. Everyone goes crazy, blah, 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 whatever. And she announces everyone's names, right? Including Vin Diesel. So it's like Jordana Brewster, the guy who plays Han. I'm sorry. I don't remember his name. I think his name is Sung Kong. Tyrese is in it. Yeah. Yeah. And Tyrese was there. And so Han comes out. Tyrese comes out. But no one else comes out. And then she's talking to them. And then she announces Jordana Brewster again and Vin Diesel again. But still, only Jordana Brewster comes out, right? so we're starting to wonder, like, is Vin really there or what's happening? Right. Yeah. And so then she's done talking to Jordana and like she goes off and she says, Vin Diesel's here again. And, you know, and then they do the pause thing and he's still not coming out. And then, oh, my God, he must take pity on her or something. We're not sure. But he finally shows up and. Addresses well, no, the,
2: the audience had to chant. Vince yes, Vin right. to a beat that the DJ put on for him to walk out. He would not oh the audience chanted. For
1: Diva, him. love it. And so we were just like, he thinks so highly of himself. This poor woman who's emceeing must need oxygen at this point because I would be losing yeah. my shit, right? But yeah, I don't even remember, like, they were chanting Vin's name and he finally comes out, you anyway. know. So then we go into the screening and we get free popcorn and drinks, which is cool. And then Han comes and says a little thing before a movie starts.
0: And then we watch the and then, film. The and then you watch the, the Beauty That Is. And I, so I saw you post on Instagram stories and it was just like Vin Diesel on a stage. And I was like, what is happening right now? Like, what are you talking? What, where are you? Yeah. And then I texted both of you. I was like, "Matt, I assume you're there too."
2: Well, that's what I was laughing because I I said to Jackie after because her sister texts us the next day. I was like, "Oh, how was it?" I was like, "How did you know it?" Because I didn't know what Jackie posted on Instagram. And I was like, "Jackie, I'm surprised you're advertising this." So I was like, "That I was I was, like, I was I
0: truly I shocked yeah. by it." And what I assumed had happened, and again, not having heard the story because I wanted to hear it on the podcast was that my guess was like, Jackie, you happened to be at Universal City Walk that day and you got like stuck into the crowd because I was like, there's (laughs) no way. Well, because what I posted
1: was was like a little video of Vin Diesel and I was like, I don't even know how I'm here.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And so
1: I think everyone interpreted that as me just stumbling across it, but it was me more saying like, I don't know how I've come to this decision in my
0: life. I'm I'm more shocked to learn that this was an intentional like attendance and that you are that That also...
2: Could be read in a way to say like, pinch me—is this real life? Like, you know, in, in, a, in an in yeah. excited way. I so don't know
0: anybody. I mean, they don't know Yeah, you know, they don't. <laughs> they, no, know no But there well. are
2: people. There are people who follow who do not know, and you just yeah, never they know. they don't. And yeah. now we're now movie they people, think, and you just don't know.
1: And now they think I like this movie, which who knows? Mm-hmm. This well, well, have Makes more
0: sense. Yeah, it makes more sense, and also less sense that you agreed to be there. But I think the birthday, the friend's birthday is the the thing that is preventing my brain from breaking. <laughs>
2: well, and honestly, if my friend hadn't been in town, we both knew at this point that we were going to be talking about the film and have to see it. Sure. So if I saw the free screening come through, I probably still would have sent it to Jackie. And I don't know if we would have like killed ourselves trying to get there. But if I had known it was a fan event like this, I wouldn't have even tried because I would have assumed I couldn't get in.
0: Right. It's not just a fan event. It, apparently it was the fan event. It and works. then I told, I told you both recently, that I was like looking for the, through the press kit and there's so many videos from this thing and I was trying to find you. All. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't succeed. I thought I saw you. I did not. Well, let's get into just what we're we talking the, the about F9 first. Or we're or talking is- about F9 first. Okay. So my question is, did F9 make any sense to either of you? And then it's it's great because Matt, you watched the the Fast and the Furious before. Mm-hmm. And Jackie, you did not. I also had not watched it before. So this is so the first one I've seen in a long time.
1: Someone I literally did not know that we didn't know that Vin had a brother. So I didn't realize that this was some sort of new Big information. Reveal. I thought we were just like learning their history or something. Yeah,
2: I was really cocky in going into this thinking like. I'm not gonna have to know anything. Who cares? It's just a bunch of cars driving around, and the whole first like 30 minutes of the movie was like telephone game of like me turning to my friend Cyanaby being like wait blah blah blah, and then her saying oh blah blah blah, and then me telling Jackie and then go back like go back and forth, I, I <laughs> because we had on. no
0: idea what was going and on I, at the beginning every, of the movie. Everyone in that theater hated you yeah. because they are all probably yeah. people who were camped oh, yeah. out yeah. and you yeah. <laughs> we were totally yeah. assholes.
1: Though. I mean, I felt sort of bad
2: we were trying to be you know discreet about it but just kind of like and it's like oh okay by the way you know vin has this daughter but it was with thor's wife she was in it for a (laughs) while and and michelle rodriguez died but then she came back to life so now she's here so she's kind of like kind of stepmom in it but like i don't know so it's like but otherwise you just we were watching it's like is this her daughter is this what's going on and so I think it's Elsa Patacke, right? She was she was in it for a while or something and I guess she she yes. died because of because of Jason Statham or something. No, that was Gal Gadot. I don't know. No. I, all the people in this, it's like
0: Yeah, the reason so I'm making people. a very confused face is that I didn't realize that's what she looks like, even though it's, again, for reference, everyone's oh. reference. reference
2: yeah.
0: Literally, as of like 30, 40 minutes ago, I just finished watching all of them. And so I've watched them very recently and I still didn't understand that that's his because I I I think yeah. I've only seen her like on Chris Hemsworth's Instagram. Yeah, and so yeah, I yeah. just didn't compete. Oh, so they just, they do her d- so dirty with her haircuts. Um, <laughs> well, let's hey, talk about
2: haircuts I mean, Charlie's sure Darren cool. is done dirty. Oh. <laughs> I haircut.
0: mean, really? So I just finished watching The Fate of the Furious, which is like the eighth and the, we can talk about the timeline too. She has like white lady dreads in it.
2: I know. I remember it. And it is
0: atrocious. And the only <laughs> thing that they did dirtier is a bowl the- cut. <laughs>
2: The bowl mean, cut. This, this was somehow this was somehow dirtier than my bowl cut in fifth grade. I'm telling you, this was like more offensive and more. And honestly,
1: like, she's still hot, but like it's just the worst oh, yeah. thing. Like who? I, someone yeah. hates her. Someone hates yeah. her that works there, and it's just like let's she do our damn to make. To do these
0: films though. So she's surely thrown She has power. She could say no. I'm not doing. Why is she doing this? Why is she doing this? Why is Helen? Both she and Helen Mirren have. Okay, authors. to be fair, yeah. Helen Mirren's scene was the best thing in the whole goddamn
1: film. Oh, yeah, Helen and Mirren I was having the time of her, her life.
0: Like, I I get why Helen she Mirren was, was in this. She was driving. Well, that was
1: my, like a yeah. purple Lamborghini stealing jewelry, and I was like, "Can I watch that movie?" Like, I want to watch all of that movie, though.
2: That like, was my takeaway because I going in, my friend was like, "Oh, by the way, this is two and a half hours long," and I was like, "You're, you're shitting me! Like, what <laughs> what is it, what's going to be happening in it?" And my takeaway was like. Well, it was about two hours and fifteen minutes too long, but I enjoyed, despite the haircut, I enjoyed every scene with Charlize in it, and I very much enjoyed <laughs> Helen Mirren. okay And I clapped when Helen Mirren came on screen, and I was the only person in the whole theater who clapped. I think Jackie would have, but maybe just didn't. But I just didn't. No one else yeah. really care about the character. They didn't. And I care. was like, well, this <laughs> is the whole film to me. I don't know. <laughs> we
1: started a clapping thing when we figured out that Charlize was alive because she was just like in a simulator. Oh yeah, oh, everyone spoiler was. Spoiler really alert. But we started okay, this clapping. is a major spoiler
0: discussion, yeah. So
1: we um started clapping when Charlize was alive because that was a big bummer because they did do a little fake out situation where we thought maybe she was dead. And we started the clapping. And then other people did take it up, which
2: I was part probably- they did take it up. But it was like yeah, the consensus. So from what I could hear in the theater and afterwards and with what my friend was saying, I felt the general consensus was that the the big fans of the franchise for the most part, want her dead. <laughs> <laughs> like because her characters, I can't, like, I can't
0: blame them. <laughs> and
2: so I, so we were really excited she's alive. It's like, well, more Charlize, that's good. I didn't want her to die, but it's like, I guess the character sucks. I don't know. I, I was into it. I, I got to tell you, my favorite part of the entire film was her analogy about Yoda, and I was like listening to the analogy with the guy. About star wars i was like rolling my eyes until she went in and dropped the yoda line about like no he's a puppet with a man's hand man,
0: i was like yes I,
2: I what? one of my out. notes
0: yes. is definitely what is this fucking star wars analogy what yes. is this movie
2: but i fell out i was like that at that moment i was like oh okay this this just became a this just became a, a one of my favorite scenes of all time not really okay yeah, great
0: it was, it was uh it was good it helped uh, so I'll, I'll take a step back can either of you tell me what happened in the plot? What is your best attempt at describing what happened in the plot of this film?
2: You want to go first, Mox, or me? am. I, sure. I, I, I will this, go
1: first. But... Okay, so there's a guy named Mr. Nobody, and Mr. Nobody uh-huh. works for the government, maybe, not sure. He does something probably good, and they need to rescue Mr. Nobody because of reasons. They used to work for him, and they don't want to not. I don't know. Vin doesn't want to be in the life anymore, but apparently they can't let Mr. Nobody just not have help. So they go after uh, Mr. Nobody, but then it turns out that Mr. Nobody was protecting a device that can take over all other devices and that his daughter or no, the scientist's daughter is the one who's the key to this device. And so they Need to make sure that the bad guys don't get... And the bad guy is his brother, which, shocking apparently. And then so that they don't get the device that goes... So the device can't be together with the girl. Otherwise, they can take over all of communication or electronics, right?
0: Sure. Your guess is as good as mine.
1: (laughs) Something like that. So, So it does something that causes a virus to happen where they can control everyone's computers or something.
2: Yeah, there were, like, two parts to the device. I think you could join... Like, there were two pieces, right? Yeah, right. And so you had to make sure that,
1: like, he didn't have both of those plus the key, which turned out to be the daughter.
2: Turned out to be the girl. And, yeah, and, like, the...
1: I'm still kind of not sure why the fast crew needed to be involved, really. But it's something to do with Mr. Nobody.
2: Well, I think they received, like, the transmission from mr nobody right. so it was like it Maybe was they used like, to work for mr
1: nobody
2: he was reaching out to them i think to be like you need to protect this thing or something and then part of the plan became them going into outer space to like destroy the satellite or something that helps operate this thing i think right right
1: so, well because if it uploaded the virus into the the satellite then was, then everything got destroyed Everything was bad. It was bad if that happened. So they needed yeah. to make sure that the satellite didn't get the full upload.
2: Yeah. Because they couldn't so stop it I on remember- the
1: ground because electromagnets work in ways that they've never worked in life before. For Again,
0: them. I cannot. I can't. I don't know. Sure. Yes. This sounds. This sounds. Yes. Accurate. Accurate. <laughs> the
2: magnet. Yeah. The magnet rules were a little inconsistent?
0: <laughs> I, I think the point the <laughs> point of this question <laughs> is that it makes no sense there's no plot to this film there's that that's what that was my takeaway is like when i stopped trying to understand it i was like okay couple, vroom vroom cars vroom vroom space
2: but what i was very like remiss to learn was that apparently that we have two more films coming and a an all-female-led one which I don't that, don't one funny, that one can be fun, but apparently there's eleven. They're gonna have eleven in this franchise. Yeah, 11. I love that they were like, we're gonna
0: end at ten, but ten is par- two parts.
2: <laughs> it's like, oh.
0: Also, did did you get to the mid credits scene?
2: Yes. I've yeah, we saw Jason Statham. It. Yeah.
0: Didn't Paul Walker come back?
2: Oh, no. did he? I I saw Jason Statham in the in the one because like Han shows up in Jason Statham's like house where he's beating a punching back. Well, Paul Paul came at the end of the film, but we didn't see him, but he came to dinner and he drives up. He it was just, but dinner. it was like, don't see him.
0: Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. That's that's I what know. I mean. That's what I'm referring to. But oh, okay, like, yeah. you know, he did.
2: I know. Yeah. That was the weirdest yeah. thing is like, I, I get it. He was a big player in the film. So it's like, I get you, you don't want to just like kill him off screen, but to just never show him again is just even more disrespectful in a weird way. And they're like, yeah, oh, he's just like His wife
1: shows up and is like, don't worry, Paul's just watching yeah. the
0: kids. I don't know if it's fair to punish Jordana Brewster for. No,
2: oh no, because I felt bad for her that I was like, oh, it sucks for her that her role would have to end because Paul Walker died. So it's like, but it, it doesn't because she's his, she after. is
0: Vin Diesel's sister, like totally. She, you yeah, know. that's what I
2: mean. Oh, no, so she's, it's like, okay, she's
1: I was just more I like, like that. She
2: I was there because it's the brother and this and that, but it just is weird to me. I guess the kids thing, but it's just this weird thing where I'm like, I didn't see how they handled it in the movie where he had to go away eventually. But, like, my friend said, he doesn't, he wants out of the life and wants nothing to do with it anymore. So he just, they went away, they moved yeah. away. But it just seems kind of weird to like to go through what he had, all of what he's gone through just for based on what I've seen with this, these people and this family. And then, like, isn't ever going to come back and help ever. You know what I mean? So it's this thing where it's like, it just feels well, like, like, like maybe people were coming
0: just- back from the they're fucking right. dead to help them. Like, um... yeah.
2: But you're just keeping this guy alive.
0: Michelle Rodriguez's character apparently has died and come back. Well, I, yeah. I not apparently, I now know she has. Yeah. But when I watched it, I was like, what? Yeah. I think my very favorite thing about this is that... So then we also watched The Fast and the Furious, which is the original film, which came out 20 years ago. And I had not seen it in 20 years. And re-watching it, I was like, this was about D- stealing DVD players. <laughs> like... Yeah, it was... This, This first movie was about stealing DVD players and like crime and like, you know, they were like, oh, it's worth a million dollars, which in 2001, is a lot of money. And now they're going to space in a, like a a regular civilian car.
2: (laughs) No, I made the joke to my friend. It's literally the difference between Iron Man and Endgame. Like, that's what's happened here is like, they've made Mm -hmm. them into actual, like a superhero team with all this, like the stuff that they're doing is insane.
0: wanted like there were a bunch of Tyrese jokes about that and he was like I think we're you yeah. know what if we're and I was like that's the only satisfying way this series could end for me is that if okay. it's revealed that they are actually or it's like simulation theory and they, they were all like GTA characters <laughs>
2: just like just like commit to it you know what I mean it's like commit to something well crazy that's like what that, I think and
1: like- I actually kind of
0: like it, I thought that this one didn't take itself as seriously as they have before I noticed that you end up starting to watch two different movies. You get the Vin Diesel movie, which is like super self-serious. And then you get everybody else's movie, which is much more like buoyant and fun and making fun of people. And sometimes they will literally cut between the two scenes with not a lot of buffer or like, you know, people will be like making fun of each other in a car. There's like a car chase with a submarine in the last film. This is the one before this. And then like, you know, somebody whips makes a joke about like dicks in cold water, like, you know, size joke. It's in the middle of this like intense action sequence and I'm like what movies are we watching? So it's it's just so diametrically different films and I want to watch the comedy one personally. Cuz yeah. like I feel like the action is also just getting I'm like I don't I just start zoning out immediately. I mean I honestly
1: laughed really hard when they were going to go over that like Indiana Jones bridge. And like oh, in and, a they, car. and they somehow made it up the hill with that car. Like the car can't like hook on to anything. So when the bridge starts falling, the car falls too. It didn't though. They made it across. And so I thought that was I mean, I laughed pretty hard. And then and then of course there was electric magnets like picking up cars that apparently doesn't throw off a fighter jet.
0: I mean it's it's just it was it was wild and funny and terrible and I also realized, I was like, oh, we're sort of playing by soap opera rules in that, like, if you don't see the body, they can come back. Yeah. But it's not even soap opera rules because sometimes you see the body and then they still come back. And so, I thought that the, like, Vin Diesel fake-out
1: death was really boring and dumb.
2: As I mean, if, as if played they played that have, so many times. It's like as if he would allow, I mean, because to your point, Dana, like, we are watching two different movies because the thing is, is, like, this franchise, I think Vin Diesel's the only one involved that doesn't know it's a comedy. Like everyone else is yeah. in on it and he's mm-hmm. not and he takes it very seriously and he's a producer and he pretends that he's directing performances and things like that. Yeah. Like it is it is wild what th- the amount that this has gone to his head, I think. And so to that point, it doesn't make any sense. You know what I mean? Because it's just like he he, take, he takes himself way too seriously, takes it all too seriously that it is always going to feel disjointed, I think. And to, so it's like I'm not ever going to believe in any of the films, if I ever watched any of the other ones, that he would ever die, unless it's the last film and that's his way of being like he can't make these anymore because the main character's dead. I don't like, think he'd like, do it.
0: I, I truly, you know, I don't think he would ever, ever. And I don't think so either. I don't know if you two read it. It came out like a couple of years ago about like the contractual obligations. I think it was between Statham and The Rock of how many punches you can throw, and like neither of them are allowed to lose. So I'm like, if neither of them can lose, how are you? They supposed to fight each other, <laughs> you know? And that, but but it's the same with every character. They at least the male characters, the female characters, they don't seem to mind killing, well, except for maybe Charlie Thoreau. But you know, there's no stakes ever, because I know you're never going to kill any of these people unless they die in a tragic real world accident. And even so you don't kill them.
2: I, I just can't conceive of the level of ego for these actors to write stuff like that in their contracts,
0: honestly. It's, I get
2: wanting is. to start to stay alive so you can be in the movies more, but to be like, the amount of punches thrown to be like, I can't lose the fight. I can't do that. Like It's like, who? you think that we think we're watching you in real life? Like, this is a character you're playing. Like, let your character be vulnerable. Like Well,
0: there was wild. there was definitely, like, a shift in, because the, the Rock gets introduced in, like, 7, I think, or something five. like that. It was 5. In five. Oh, because God, they, they've, they've all, were, all blended.
2: Because I remember we were there, and Vin Diesel and him were throwing each other through walls, and then yes. these two Dodge Chargers were, like, driving this huge, huge safe down the street, like, destroying all these okay. buildings with it. I don't know why, but they were doing that. I remember, but like, and then, yeah, they were throwing each other through walls. So I remember Vin and Rock in that. I think that was his first.
0: Yes, you are correct. Also, fun story. Uh, Gina Carano is in six. I okay. did not notice that. Yeah, or didn't know it until, but I mean, she, she's, pa- she's paired up with The Rock for a while. And I was like, no. But so, you know, the, if you saw five, I, I had not seen, I realized I never even saw Two Fast, Two Furious. So I saw the original one 20 years ago, and then I hadn't seen any until eight Oh. three or four years ago. And then I saw Hobbs and Shaw and then I saw this one. So now I, you know, my timeline yeah. is all messed up, but there's a, sh- there's like a noticeable shift between five and six where six suddenly became like, we're you know, secret spy missions. And they all suddenly become like super fighters, like physical brawlers and have all these like, you know, martial arts skills, essentially, you know, and we're taking on terrorists again, DVD sales and stealing DVDs to nuclear weapons to like magnets to like ending the world. And then there was this weird shift because like, you know, the the Rock gets introduced in five, I guess, and he's all badass and, you know, takes no guff from anyone. And there's a couple like sexist things that he says that are just flirting with the line of me being like, I can't watch this anymore. And then suddenly in eight, he's like a family man at his daughter's soccer game. And like, you know, there's this like a whole sequence where he has them do like a haka before their soccer game. And I was like, what is happening here? Why is it like what is going on in Dwayne Johnson's career that he is trying to shift his perception because there, clearly that was an input into this it wasn't just organically the character or the writers were like you know what let's make, let's well, make I think him he like wants to be guy. more
1: than he wants to be more than an action star now
0: yeah, I know but it's just yeah. like the fact that he was able to influence them and be like you're going to now make me a family guy but also a badass yeah. but <laughs> a family
1: guy yeah my favorite though is uh, reading Vin Diesel quotes about how serious he takes it and how yes. he was critiquing The Rock and The Rock's mm-hmm. performance. That's why they got the feud. Yeah, And it's just, like, hilarious because I'm like, you've done nothing. The Rock is at least a very big star in his own right.
0: Whereas Vin... I mean, Vin's a star in his own right. Like, he's got nine of these movies or eight or seven of these movies done. Yeah, I mean, but that's not, like, Rock-level stardom. I mean, they still keep making these movies. This movie made $70 million <laughs> over its opening weekend that's better than apparently mm. like a, it's a good pre-pandemic you know yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs>
0: it's, it didn't have any
1: competition though so i mean sure there's that
2: yeah but, that, but there have been other movies that have come out that have not gotten close like, yeah you know same boat it's like oh. and so there's like there's such an audience for it and it's not to shame anybody i just sometimes i'm just like what why i guess they are fun if you're into the mindless action they are like it's a fun it's a theater experience it's that kind of like I can respect that, I guess, it's but It's
1: weird. It's like my mindless, like my mindless fun action movies that I enjoy are like The Mummy with Brendan Fraser, or like <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I Wait, mean, I, I, don't you like know,
2: it's, it's yeah. I mean, I have a few that I like. I mean, honestly, one that I quite enjoy is I I like I, the Riddick movies with Vin Diesel. Like, I, I, I actually like, do I really, really like the Riddick them. movies. Yeah, I oh, think yeah. they're great. I enjoy them. Jackie, you when I met you had a triple X poster on your wall.
0: Yeah, what? <laughs> Uh, because oh. it's
1: a really hot poster. It has more to do with the poster than it did the movie. Because it's sure. just, it's Vin's arm, like all in its glory with like flames behind it. And it just is like, it's the triple X, like... Um,
0: oh, the tattoo.
1: Tattoo yeah. or whatever. But yes. Well,
2: I, I know you don't I, like it.
1: I was no, no, But I, I loved, um, I do like the Riddick movies, even though they're pretty, you know, you can't think
0: too hard. I definitely thought I knew who some of the characters were because... I, like i like cardi b's scene and stuff like that i was like oh yes i saw them in the other the the, the eighth one that i saw no i did not it's because they were in the triple x sequel that i'd seen
2: there
0: you go it was but it was almost the exact same it was like hot girls and and i swear to god it's like a requirement in these films at least for the first however many is like there have to be hot lesbians making out in a party somewhere hmm. I was just like, way? Well, that's
2: what I was laughing watching the first one again after so many years. Because I'm probably like you. I mean, I definitely saw it in the theater. I didn't like it then. So I can't imagine that I watched it since then. Yeah. But watching, I was like, God, this is dated. But it is such, but I actually almost enjoyed it more now than I think I did at the time just for the fact that it was such a product of its time. Yes. And I do kind of, I don't miss what we were just talking about, but I miss like, The really over cheese factor of like how serious it was, but how it was so just like like that kind of just mindless, whatever movie that never planned on having a franchise behind it ever.
0: Right. Let alone a 20 year spanning. Yeah. I was just going to say, whoever wrote
1: the original screenplay felt lucky that someone had ever bought it. And then now
0: they must be so rich.
2: And to be fair, I said to my friend, I was like, you know, I forgot they did end it in a way where it left itself open to have a sequel. Which sure. is better than things like, say, like The Matrix or other things where it's like, you didn't even try to have a sequel. You just, like, decided to have one. And then it didn't work. You know what I mean? So it's like, in their defense, they kind of wrote it in a way where they're like, oh, well, maybe. But I can't imagine yeah. they ever thought it would really happen.
0: <laughs> I mean, the funny thing to me is, like, I, I, I realized, I had I truly thought I'd seen, like, Too Fast, Too Furious. No, nope, I hadn't. No. Vin Diesel isn't even in that.
2: Yeah. yeah. I remember. Yeah. I, it's funny, because I didn't see that, but I... I remember him, that he wasn't in it when it was coming out. And I remember, okay, whatever. But I, for some reason, saw Tokyo Drift when it was in theaters. And then I saw Fast Five. So until now, that's all I had seen.
0: Yeah. Part of the reason I, like, ended up blazing through all of them, I was like, okay, well, we said we watched The Fast and the Furious. And I was like, I want to see Tokyo Drift. Because everyone talks about Tokyo Drift. Something, something, justice for Han. Like, I just I have to see Tokyo Drift. So I was like, I might as well watch two to get there, assuming that...
2: Plot-wise,
0: <laughs> they were sequential.
2: Oh Dana, they're not
0: though. right.
2: You yeah. thought it mattered.
0: I was. I thought only then to learn that one through. Uh, what is it? Six all take place before Tokyo Drift. Yeah, and in Tokyo Drift, I'd like to point out they watch a a race on their flip phones at one point. Like they have like walkie-talkie looking flip phones. Uh, I'm pretty sure um, that but- they didn't realize it took place
1: after. Did they or did they plan that?
0: No, they didn't There's no way they no. played it. it. Apparently it was supposed to be like a, a one-off like in the universe film because neither Paul Walker nor Vin Diesel wanted to come back at that point. Yeah, but you know, they're watching, they literally, they're watching a race on their flip phone. Like a bunch of people are like, you know, there's some crazy, sorry. They're like, oh, there's no GPS. At one point they get in a physical fight over, uh, Bow Wow is not it, and sell somebody like a, you know, a broken iPod. iPod and it's like an old school little iPod. I think it was like the first Nano. But I was like, this is the most dated thing ever. And then trying to tell me that every film that came after for, you know, 10 years was supposed to take place before. Also, that would put Han at like 30. And Han is just like hanging out with these 17-year-old kids in Tokyo. And I'm like, uh. I was
2: <laughs> yeah. going to say on that note, in real life, I mean, I don't know if we can keep this But I learned all about Paul Walker's very troubling me too.
1: yeah and like, uh
2: yeah my and in the first film watching it I was like cringing because they were talking about it was like Jordana Brewster was talking about or I don't know if it was her or Michelle Rodriguez but talking about the childhood and kind of talking yeah. about the, you know Ben and the sister and this and that whatever and then it's like oh and then what happened is like oh it turned 16 and then oh and then you became it was like it, they made a comment about a 16 year old yeah being like irresistible or something and I was just thinking like ooh. Not that it was ever okay to say that. It was like, this is a little too telling.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And like, I I feel like he definitely got like canonized because of the way that Vin Diesel seems to just adore him and all this stuff. But I was like, I, I definitely remember him being problematic. And I can't remember exactly what it was, but there was like another incident that got, like, swept under the rug. Yeah,
2: I didn't know anything, and I just, all I know is that the girlfriend that, because I looked all into this, and my friend was telling me about it, the girlfriend that he was with when he did pass away, I believe she was 23 or something at the time, but he started dating her when she was 16.
0: Nope, don't like that. Don't and like it was that.
2: like, oh. It's just and so, so, if he, not 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 to, you know, whatever, you know, he, he's passed away, I'm not trying to be like, you know, but, but it's like, if he had uh, survived, that he would have been, I think, a very big candidate for the Me Too movement.
0: Yeah, and rightfully so.
2: It sounds like you know, but yeah,
0: not uh, not appropriate.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, Which is another reason why I'm like, why are you trying to keep this character alive?
2: Exactly. That's my point. As I was just like, why are we just like sweeping that under the rug and trying to pretend? Like, I would be like, let's kill this guy right off. You know, like
0: I was just like, just never talk about it again. Yeah.
2: Everyone you know? knows he passed away in real life. Then they'll, and also. No one's looking for consistency in these films, so I, the, the fact that you need to keep that is so consistent—flip
0: phone race watching. <laughs>
2: yeah, but it's just like you're bringing people back from the dead. You're doing crazy crap. It's like you're going to outer space in a Pinto or whatever they were in. It was like right. you. There's no need to. Well, let's keep them alive. I think it's just out of respect because I think it's. I think Vin just demands that it, it must be. But it's just like, well, why are you ignoring this really jarring thing that's terrible? I don't know. Rubs me the wrong, you know. But yeah, would you recommend? Well, <laughs> would you recommend doing this, watching all of them? I mean, you know.
0: That's a good question. I would recommend going back and watching one through six, five. I don't know. The the problem was watching nine, I had no idea what was going on. I didn't know who anyone was. The film does not allow for a new audience to come in. And we've actually talked about this in the context of like Marvel movies where we're like, oh, are you going to be able to hop in after whatever, you know, let's say you haven't watched anything we talked about with WandaVision, we talked about all this stuff. But I was like, this one really does not give a shit about anybody who's not already a fan of the franchise, I feel like. Yes, they did some of the backstory stuff with like John Cena's character, who was new. Like that was new information. I I was just like, I don't know what's happening. I didn't realize until, again, I watched Tokyo Drift that like the three rocket scientist dudes are the three dudes from Tokyo Drift.
2: (laughs) Everyone did. Because I was like, who are these
0: fucking bunkers? Oh yeah, everyone clapped. I didn't realize. I thought they were just
1: excited about the rocket launcher thing.
0: No, uh, but yes, but apparently they are also the characters from Tokyo Drift.
2: I assumed they were in the franchise at some point because people were clapping and like we're excited to see their, when he took off his mask or whatever he had on. But I, I having seen Tokyo Drift, didn't realize that they were in Tokyo Drift. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's been since it came out, but you know, I, I didn't.
0: Right. I I was just like, there's no, there's no interest in welcoming a new audience to these films.
2: And that's, what's bizarre is that like a a franchise that doesn't uh, seem to take, plot as well some of them take plot seriously but you know there's like some of uh, some of them being Vin Diesel but people (laughs) the the franchise doesn't really take the plot seriously you'd think that they would just make it immediately accessible to everyone like that because it's just like I went. I expected to go into this and being like I'm not gonna know what's going on but it's not gonna really matter but I found myself asking so many questions being like wait because there are so many players at this point right it's like you kind of do for any sort of context, if you're trying to follow along, it's a two and a half hour film. It's not just like you're sitting there for an hour and a half. It's two and a half hours. So it's like, you want to know at all what anything means. You have to know how some of these people know each other and where they came from. And it's, it could be a lot.
0: I hate to, If you're going to do it, write, write a shitty exposition scene. Right. Which is what they had the Rocks character do in like half of the, the movies leading into this where they're just like, this is the bad guy and they have this weapon and this and that. And like, you remember this person, they killed your whatever. It's like, oh, okay.
2: Well, and I appreciated getting the, like the flashback with Han and like Gal Gadot's character, right? Like, I, I appreciated getting that where it was like, oh okay, because I remember she was in a couple of them or one of them or something, but it
0: She's was in that, several, yeah. Okay,
2: yeah, and it, but it was like, oh okay, she got killed, and you know, you're kind of getting context to him and what's going on now. You yeah, know, he's alive again. You're like, what's going on with him? And so, like, that was helpful to be like, okay, cool. I didn't, but I don't know more about her. You know what I mean? But I I understand she was killed. And then my friend said it was Jason Statham who killed her, which I don't know if I knew that, but.
0: Uh, I don't know. I don't think that's he why, kills her. Jason Statham kills like, Han.
2: But that it's something to do with his fault or something in that when, when Han's showing up there at the end in that credit scene that it's like, oh, I want to see the beef because he killed Han, of course. But that it's really he probably wants revenge because he did something to go. But I
0: she I she's know. like sacrifices herself to save his life
2: oh okay but which i, I was, I was like yeah. very
0: on board though for because i was like oh damn like han and gal gadot hooking like their characters end up you know i assume romantically entangled i was just like i very much like seeing the one asian character well actually they've had several asian characters but like the one mainstay one get like one of the hottest women on earth as yeah you know they because it's it's all been all these women are always throwing themselves at vin diesel's character paul paul walker's character is the very like uh, family family also the number of times they say family in these movies
2: it's too much it's really it's, insane
0: yeah i was so happy that they basically ended on it though because i was like you gotta end and they did it
2: yeah no i know it is just i know i was laughing because even at the first one when i was watching my friend and i'm like oh and i was like wait they're gonna form a friendship over i forget what the plot point was but something and she goes it's a brotherhood it's not a friendship i was like oh oh oh, oh. and i was like oh they take that oh, real okay. seriously huh and then Yeah, I think if I, if you should do a drinking game, take a shot every time. You would die,
0: you would die within. I don't, I also don't know. I was trying to look up. I was like, is Vin Diesel like super religious? Because these movies get very, they're always like, somebody, somebody's saying grace. Like that is a theme that is through multiple of these films. And I get the, you know, they talk about it a bit and we're like, oh yeah, like Vin Diesel's dad's character apparently used to have barbecues. And you know, somebody would say grace, whatever. But they just the, the you know the cross iconography. He always like has this. Cr- I'm just like, is he like a cat? Like, what's happening here? I don't know. I actually don't know. I
2: actually, yeah, don't I really. Please, Dungeons and yeah.
0: Dragons, which is one of the I very much like that about him. Same. Well, so I guess the question would you? I would not recommend watching all of them, especially in a 72 hour span. Do not do that. I regret it, but I also am a little bit proud. Um, <laughs> <laughs> would you two recommend F9? Oh uh, no to anybody there's nobody who would recommend it
2: to i you. would recommend it to anyone who likes the franchise and wants to see it uh i would say then yeah oh, go yeah. ahead i mean i would you also like recommend you find a better way to spend your time than <laughs> watching this franchise but you know i don't want to be a snob in that way it's like you know i mean over here i'm going to sit here and tell you to watch all the marvel movies it's like i know they're better films but i'm just saying there are people out there who think that marvel's destroying cinema so it's like who am i to be like oh you know I would not recommend it to people who are just like vaguely curious. I'd say absolutely avoid.
1: No, focus. if you like this series and you've seen them all, you'll still be confused, but at least it won't be. I don't know if they bad. will be though. I don't know. And then, but yeah, if you love these movies, watch them, of course. But you don't need me to tell you that. You're gonna do it anyway. That's right, um. true. But anyone who's on the fence, I wouldn't recommend it. No. Yeah, I was like,
2: I would never say yes to someone who has actually asking the question. Should I watch it? If you, yeah. if you if you're the person who should watch it, you know you should watch it. Like you're yeah, not if you're asking person If it, opinion. you were already
0: trying to be at that fan event. Yeah, exactly.
2: And you're mad. I was there and said, and it's like, and you should, you should just follow what you're already knowing to do. But if you have to ask me, the answer's gonna be no. I mean a lot of
1: yeah, my San Jose friends rented a theater to watch it together.
2: Mm.
0: That's dedication. Yeah, they did. Your San Jose friends or your San Jose family. Oh well,
2: yeah, yeah, my San Jose family. Yeah,
0: no. We're family now
1: i'm not i'm not in that club you know that's because you i don't like they're it. probably
0: very upset that you got to see it.
1: they were probably like this bitch like
0: oh. i know of all the people that that is truly my favorite thing like forget seeing the movie just the fact that you two ended up of all people ended up the the fan world premiere is ah, yeah. it brings me the most joy about this entire experience i said, I
2: said that to jackie standing there. i was like did you ever envision this like 10 years ago or when we were walking out after the end of fast five being like why do you ever think that we'd be here at a fan event for F9? But I will say, like I said before about a movie theater experience. Like I'm a you know, a huge movie theater kid. I think we all like movie love movie theaters here, right? And it's like, I think that if I was going to watch this film, I'm glad to have done it the way I did because it was the it was it wasn't a Comic Con crowd. I'm not gonna compare it to that. But I'm just saying it was that energy of like they were the people that were there wanted to be there and they were living for this. They were very yeah. entertained, they were laughing, they were cheering it made it a lot more fun and I know I came out of it and I did say to my friend I think you choose Jackie I said like I was less bored than I expected to be. Me
0: like, too. I, I wasn't I mean, like oh this is great
2: but I wasn't like when is this over I was laughing and I was like entertained enough like for a two and a half hour action film that's yeah. really tough for me
0: yeah I agree
1: so I'll give yeah. it I'll give it that I'll give it that it, it's more it's entertaining enough
0: Okay, well, uh, I'm very excited for us to watch Fast 10 Parts 1 and 2 Can't coming wait. to a theater near you. I <laughs> Can't wait! <laughs> Justice for Han. Yeah. Um, right. up, you know. uh, well, thank you both.
2: Yeah, thank you.
0: Thanks, thanks, thanks. Thank you, as per usual, to Jackie and Matt for joining. And now a couple of follow-up points. So if you want to see an image of the fan screening that Jackie and Matt ended up in, you can head to my Instagram. It's wild. You'll see how big the crowd is and just how how ridiculous the setup was. And if you've listened to this podcast before and have heard Jackie Matt, you just you get how ridiculous it is that they happen to end up there. Jackie's plot description is off, but it's also I don't know if I can actually correct it. What I will say is the official description of the movie is Vin Diesel's Dom Toretto is leading a quiet life off the grid with Letty and his son. By the way, it is his son. That's another correction. Uh, Not a daughter. And his son, little Brian. But they know that danger always lurks just over the peaceful horizon. This time, that threat will force Dom to confront the sins of his past. If he's going to save those he loves the most, his crew joins together to stop a world-shattering plot led by the most skilled assassin and high-performance driver they've ever encountered, a man who happens to be Dom's forsaken brother, Jacob, played by John Cena, Paul Walker. When he passed, he was 33 years old, and he was dating a 16-year-old girl. And I agree with Matt. Had he lived, you know, I think we would have seen a lot. Of, we, we actually, you know, he passed in 2013. We should. It's, it was a problem then. It's a problem now. We shouldn't just sweep it under the rug, and yet that has somehow been what's happened. And just to clarify, there is not a confirmed spinoff with just the female characters. The cast members have talked about it, but it's not been confirmed. But they have confirmed that year or whatever, the 10th one is actually in two parts. So really, I don't understand why you wouldn't just call it 10 and 11, but they feel the need to insist on ending it on 10. That has been it for this episode. Thank you so much for joining. If you enjoyed it, we would love it if you could leave us a rating or a review or even consider subscribing.